0: Welcome to the hey, okay, ha, 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 ha. happy hour, my name's F.B. Snyder's, I'm drinking a coffee, if you're just joining us, uh, this is your first time listening to the podcast, here's what we do, Uh, get get yourself a drink, and I'm sure you got something laying around, you got nothing better to do, grab yourself a drink, Um, it's probably a little too early to start drinking alcohol, but you can, if you're like me, you're drinking a coffee, which apparently is all I drink. Ah, oh boy, can we get through a podcast without talking about COVID-19? I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to try to do an entire 30-minute-ish podcast without mentioning the 1,000-pound gorilla in the living room. Is that the expression? Is it the elephant in the living room? The 800-pound gorilla. I'm not even sure that's a big gorilla. Whatever. Um, Let's let's try not to touch on that. I got a pretty good... feeling I'm going to fail on that count, but, um, what else is going on, huh? We got, I got, I've been spending way too much time on social media. I got, you know, I got nothing to do, so I'm on the Facebook, occasionally Twitter, and I'm not very active, so I don't have, you know, a lot of followers, (laughs) (laughs) but I used to go years without posting anything. Last three months, I've been one of these social media douchebags posting my dumb, theories. And, um, here's the thing with me. I think I come across, I think everybody comes across as a dick on social media more than they actually are anyway. But I think, cause I've been doing the, if you've listened to this podcast in the last month, you know, I talk a lot about numbers and data, I try to be objective, try to keep emotion and fear out of the equation when assessing the risk. And I think when everybody's so fearful and emotional, you come across like a, a heartless robotic, like Spock on Star Trek. Actually, we have no, you know, had a poor girl Facebook me on, what do you do? Facebook, is that the verb? Talking about how her her grandparents died and and that sucks. I'm sorry for your loss, but I'm not going to type on social media, sorry for your loss because it will just come out hollow, you know? it sucks, right? We can't, but we can't declare martial law every time somebody's grandparents die. We, that would not be a a recipe for sustained success or sanity. Look at me, I'm already diving back into the COVID. Fuck that. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about the presidential election. Assuming we ever have one. Um, I just don't understand people are are arguing about partisan politics. I don't understand you I don't understand you democrat and republican people. Like you guys honestly think power is up for grabs every 4 years. You are going to argue about which figurehead you want to be the front man for this fake democracy. I don't I don't understand why you're putting all your emotional energy into that, but whatever. I kind of get it cuz everybody wants to escape this horrible onslaught of fear. Um, so we're we're back to arguing about about politics, and I don't like to see people arguing because I think we have way more in common than uh, we have things not in common. I no matter which presidential candidate you plan on voting for this November, I think we can all agree on one thing: rape is not a deal breaker. <laughs> what the fuck? we got two rapists running for president and nobody, <laughs> and both sides are like okay with it because both sides are convinced the other side is literally the devil. <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to like the Biden people are like, I guess their thing is uh, they're afraid the wrong Supreme court justice is going to get appointed and they're going to outlaw abortion. That's always their, you know, their big scare tactic to convince you to support their right-wing rapist candidate that's parading as a liberal. Like, Biden's a, he's a fucking right-wing corporate whore. Last I checked, I don't know what reality y'all have been living in. That guy's a racist fucking cracker. I'm just kidding. He's not a cracker. That's racist. Why would I say cracker? Um. Who am I to to, 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 to judge racist when I'm using that word, huh? Fair enough point. But they're, all, they're worried that he's going to outlaw... It's like they're not going to outlaw abortion. You know, we've had four years of Trump. We had eight years of Bush Jr. Republicans never... They don't have any interest in overturning abortion because they would have nothing to run on in the subsequent election. They just want to rile up their voting base. Hey, we got to get rid of abortion. So they get voted in. Do they do anything about it? No. And then the Democrats kind of play the same game, but from the opposite angle. Hey, you got to vote for us. Otherwise, they'll outlaw abortion. Who cares if he raped? There's more important things to worry about, folks. Supreme Court justices. So they see it, like the Biden supporters are willing to turn a blind eye to rape uh, for, pragma- for allegedly pragmatic reasons. Like you gotta, you know, in order to make an omelet, you got to rape a few eggs. Is that what they tell us? We must fight rape with rape. It's You can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. And people are saying, well, we don't have any other option. Democrat or Republican? Well, if you don't have any option, then you don't live in a democracy. So why are you going, why are you consenting to the charade if you admit there's no choice? Democrats and Republicans work for the same institutions, same banks, the same corporations fund them. Okay? They work for the same guy, same people. It's pro wrestling. So save your energy. Don't be, if you're a Democrat, don't be shitting on your fellow Republican citizens. And if you're a Republican, don't be shitting on your fellow Democratic citizens. Just realize you're both idiots. You're both follow, You're both falling for the same lie. You're just different marketing demographics. That's what we got. We got two different marketing demographics, both of which are being courted by rapists. Yep. So that's <laughs> I, saying this shit out loud makes it feel like I'm I feel like I'm hallucinating. I feel like I bumped my head and I woke up in the middle of a, like a combination of idiocracy and the Truman Show. I don't know. It's um, it's getting kind of scary. But there is good news. Let's let's get some good news here. The U.S. I'm um, sorry, the U.M.H.E. What the fuck is the organization? It is the model we've all been using. Um, the I.M.H.E model. This was the you know, they were predicting how many deaths there were gonna be. That this is the model they've been using from the get go. It's the most reliable, trusted model. And you remember the two point two million number they were they were throwing around and how I four weeks ago put the over under at seventy thousand deaths and I was met with a ridicule? Like, how could you dare claim that? Seventy thousand, that's like the flu And I was like, Yeah, exactly. It's like the flu. Well it was two point two million. Then Last week, early, they lowered it. We talked about it. They lowered the estimate down to a between a hundred thousand and two hundred and forty thousand, which, like I said, is not—it's not good. That's worse than any flu season. But then, two days later, they lowered the estimate again, and now we're down to sixty thousand four hundred deaths is the estimate. Sixty thousand four hundred deaths, which, which puts it on par with the flu. And what's What's interesting is these numbers, there's a lot of evidence accumulating that these, that, that number is even inflated. Because well, something interesting has happened with pneumonia deaths in recent months. Pneumonia deaths have plummeted. And the overall mortality rate has remained steady, comparing it year to year, month to month. Okay? Pneumonia deaths are low. What they're doing is they're reclassifying pneumonia deaths as COVID. Okay, that's why the mortality rate, the overall mortality rate, stays the same. Pneumonia deaths are dropping compared to this time last year. They're just being reclassified. And somebody told me, well, and it's true what he told me. He said pneumonia is not a virus. It can be. It's a. It's a lung infection. It could be caused by bacteria or virus. And it's like exactly, exactly. For that very reason, pneumonia deaths should be skyrocketing right now. If everything's the same and you introduce a new source of pneumonia, a new novel virus that is supposedly unprecedentedly deadly, we would see pneumonia deaths go up. But they have not gone up, they have gone down. Now, it's reasonable to suggest, well, maybe if we have a new threat, we can classify it as a separate threat and keep measuring pneumonia like we always have been. Fair enough, but if we did that, pneumonia deaths would remain constant from year to year and we'd have a new threat, but that's not happening. The overall mortality rate should go up if there's a new source of death that is supposedly so so urgent that it requires a police state. So the good news is the numbers are are getting much, much lower to the point where it's entering this little weird phase of, of cognitive dissonance. Because as the threat level goes down, governments are actually ratcheting up their protective, their allegedly protective measures. Which, if you really stop to think about, they're not protective measures. For example, they're trying to keep people at home, and you can only go outside to go to the grocery store. Which means that's that's the easiest way to spread disease is get, getting everybody to go in one building once or once a week, two, three times a month, right? And then they shorten the at least in the Midwest. They, short, they shorten the uh, operating hours. Why? I don't know, doesn't make much sense. What you're doing is you're shortening the window for people to shop, which means more foot traffic, more human contact. They should encourage people to shop, they should extend hours, and they encourage people to shop at slower times, like after midnight. That would also necessitate fewer employees working simultaneously, while ensuring there are fewer humans in the building at any given point in time. Seems seems perfectly logical, but no, we can't do that. We gotta shorten hours. So even the measures that they're giving you aren't helping, they're hurting. But the good news is the numbers are, are lower. Uh, but they're ratcheting it up. That's what kind of, it's gonna, this is the next phase. The next. So the next phase is gonna be this weird cognitive dissonance as people start to awaken to the fact that this threat, if it ever was a threat, was at the very least overhyped to get away with a lot of crazy shit. We got now, um, the, the right to a speedy trial has been suspended. You can now be arrested, uh, be in, in jail for y- a year or more without seeing a judge or jury. That's kind of problematic. Uh, we have the WHO, World Health Organization, or as kids know it today as WHO, uh, is saying they might have to go in and separate families if you test positive, and isolate, "quote unquote" isolate them. It's like why? Why is more? Why, if the numbers are going down and the, and it's good news, why isn't that be, being framed as such? It kind of the implications are kind of kind of uh, kind of grim. Um. And then now the banks. I mean, this is also a huge money grab. First of all, they crushed everyone's 401k, which they're probably still in the process of doing. And they'll sweep in and they'll buy it back up and make money off. But what's even more ominous is the Federal Reserve is now loaning a trillion dollars a day to the big banks, the banks that are second in the chain of in the money supply. A trillion dollars per day. It was already crazy enough that they were doing a trillion dollars every two weeks. That was unprecedented. A trillion dollars every 2 weeks excuse me that's 2 trillion dollars a month well they kept that and now they're ratcheting it up to a trillion dollars per day on top of it so that's what 34 trillion dollars a month it's like are you trying to <laughs> are you trying to t- destroy the dollar before the election uh, cuz that's how you destroy the dollar <laughs> before the election um uh, i don't know i don't know it's it's scary cuz you can't And by the way, if you could just print a trillion dollars out of thin air, why is taxation necessary? If you can fund these things through a computer screen, why do you need to tax people? And you might say, well, because that would lead to inflation. Yeah, it would. But that's happening regardless. It's it's a double tax. Because you're already getting income taxed. Over 50% of our wealth once you factor in every single tax out there. Because remember, your employer gets taxed too before you even get paid. Before they even take that 33% cut of your shit. Sales tax, property tax. You're, you're giving half your wealth away. And yet, they uh, apparently, they don't need to even do that because they can just print money on a computer screen uh it sounds kind of crazy like if a three sounds like a three-year-old solution why don't we just print money and give it to people and then you say well that would lead to inflation and then what when shit comes down, when it comes to getting money into the oligarch's hands those mathematical rules suddenly don't apply so we got a money grab we got uh constitution apparently does not exist anymore um it's <laughs> social interaction is now illegal Again, I can't believe I'm saying this shit out loud. This sounds like out of my nightmares from like six months ago. It's like, can you imagine we live in a society where we've got two rapists to choose from? Uh, we got a overblown fake pandemic that's uh, justifying martial law. At the very least, a slow-cooking police state. And people are too frightened to see it. Um, and that's why I'm trying to... I'm going to try to watch my tone a little bit, especially on social media, because... When people are afraid, you know, they're. this is going to sound condescending, but I, I, it's true. When people are afraid, their prefrontal cortex turns off. They're not thinking reasonably. And so otherwise, smart people, um, shit, people smarter than me are falling for this, but it's not, it's not them that's falling for it. Once you're in flight or fight mode, you're just kind of on autopilot looking out for yourself, you're fearful, you're not gonna, any kind of seemingly rational argument is gonna come across as douchebaggery because you're in a frightened state. So I'm gonna try to keep that in mind and try not to be too big of a dick. But my my whole point from the get-go has been, don't worry, you're gonna be okay. This virus isn't gonna get you. What you wanna watch out for are powerful interests using this or maybe even hatching this from the get-go to steal your rights. And I hope I'm wrong. And I hope we're both wrong. Uh, like, I, I've, I'm repeating myself, but I hope this was an honest overreaction, and we look back on this in six months and laugh. But what's going to be interesting in the next few weeks as what they call it, the Hegelian dialectic problem-solution reaction, that old chestnut that governments use on on populations, once that becomes more and more obvious as the scare tactics lose more and more credibility or have less and less credibility. Uh, It's gonna be that little, it's gonna be that cognitive dissonance um, week, maybe month, maybe a year period. And I don't know, and I don't wanna be, uh, so that's the good news. The good news is fewer deaths. The the bad news is I am now one smug son of a bitch. (laughs) I do not mind saying I told you so. Four weeks ago on this very podcast, I put the over under at 70,000 deaths. And like I just said, it is down below 70,000 now. At that time I was mocked mercilessly and ridiculed. Oh, people couldn't believe 70,000. Matt, you are spreading misinformation and lies. Uh, That is no way that's possible. It's gonna be at least 2.2 million. Uh, What is 2.2? How many times does 60,000 go into uh, 2.2 million? Uh, How off were they? Let's see. Mathematically, how off were they? Uh, 60,000 divided by 2.2 million. They were off by 98%. (laughs) Basically, the... uh, COVID-19 is about 100 times less dangerous than they warned you about. And that was a 2.2 million number, remember, because before that it was 8 million. Before that it was 30 million. And we really acquiesced to this police state when we were uh, assuming 30 to 8 million deaths. Okay? This is ridiculous. And if the actual motivation was containing a virus, we would see the so-called quarantine be easing up right now as these numbers come in to confirm what people like me said. So I'm one smug son of a bitch. Boy, I'm glad that shit's on public record. I put that shit out there for posterity. 70,000, I said. So if you took the under on 70,000, it looks like you're gonna be sitting pretty. Now, a couple, couple caveats. First of all, it's not impossible that this thing spikes up or they find a way to make it appear that it spikes up, okay? There's a chance that sixty thousand gets thrown out the window and it gets higher, okay? Just a caveat there. Not a fucking fortune teller. However, it's also very possible that that number gets even lower. I think we're sitting. I think we're short of twenty thousand deaths as of now, and like I said, even those numbers are appear to be inflated. Somebody sent me a photo of uh, you guys probably saw as like a meme, like a CNN story, a guy skydiving with uh skydiver forgets parachute dies of coronavirus i don't know you gotta see it it's funny if you see it but you probably already saw it so that's good news um but i do believe uh however your route whatever method you take now is the time to really dig your heels in and resist these these uh constitution shredding civil society crushing economy destroying measures right now we have to and you have to do it with level-headed data you have to do it uh, with facts um, you have to do it with um, resisting the temptation to give in to fear and uh, and I, I'm talking to myself right now by the way I'm not in a position to give you advice I'm not that's not what I'm saying but what I'm saying is true it's for all of us right now is the time because we can't if it gets much further there's a certain point of no return I mean, his, historically, if you look at how governments—I mean, if you—if you live to be ninety years old and in your country there's never uh, like a civil war or an authoritarian clampdown, you hit the fucking lottery. Like in most countries, if you just look at it enough time, at least a hundred, once every hundred years, there's some kind of totalitarian mess people have to suffer through or deal with. Um, and we've been kind of sheltered from that as Americans um, over the past. You know, a long time, and so I think we th- we think of it as stuff in movies or maybe like in novels. We don't think of it as like a real a real threat to be assessed, and so I I think um, I don't know. Again, I hope I'm wrong. Boy, this podcast is the least funny, most uh, uh, uh poorly. Uh, uh, what I tell you, I'm not going to talk about coronavirus. And so far, what are we? What how many minutes are we in here? And I've talked pretty much nothing about. Coronavirus. We are at 20, 21 minutes. Jesus Christ! Time sure flies when you're trying to analyze a police state. Other than that, uh, <laughs> what else have I been doing? Drinking way too much, being unhealthy. I gotta I gotta turn this fucking ship around. Uh, smoking cigarettes on my parents' porch. What an idiot! Who starts smoking? Actually, this is probably the best time to start smoking. Like, why not? <laughs> smoke them if you got them. Uh, but I'm a I'm a weird guy. I can smoke and I'll... I can have one cigarette per week and not... What's that old joke? There's an old joke. Uh, quitting smoking is easy. I've done it 10 times. I wish I knew who did that joke so I could give them credit. Google that shit. It's a good joke. Uh, but no, I've never been a, a... These people that smoke a pack a day? What the fuck? What do you... Put, it's like putting your lung on a Traeger fucking a, a, a pack <sighs> all right um I'm gonna still gonna do a touchdown dance later though I'm, I'm gonna save it for now because like I said this 60,000 it's only an estimate it could get higher could get lower but uh I'm gonna wait to do my super smug touchdown dance until we're totally out of the clear here and rest assured I will be a smug son of a bitch um that's the thing when you're cheering for less death I mean, you will, there's a lot of reasons to be happy when you're proven right. Not just the ego boost, um, but also fewer people died. I mean, that's kind of a good, good thing. <laughs> it's like the best thing. Uh, I'd hate to be, you know, on the other end. You know, I, I told you so. A lot of people died. I'm, I was right. Huh? Yeah, you were right. People died. Good for you. Um, yeah, so we will... Um, <laughs> We might get through this, uh, but we gotta gotta keep your head up, gotta keep your head on straight, gotta keep your eyes open and your ears with no wax in them, no wax. You can't have wax in your ears because you can't hear. And uh, maybe maybe uh, maybe now that we're in the clear, allegedly in the clear with the uh, coronavirus, maybe go pay your friend a visit, maybe go show up with some Dunkin' Donut coffee. They probably don't have Dunkin' Donut here in the Midwest. Go show up at some friend's house and go say, "What's up?" Uh, so you think this should? You think this is bullshit? What's going on? And fucking talk, because everybody who's getting swallowed by this lie is uh, isolated. They're all isolated. It's poor sons of bitches. Uh, and even there's going to be a hangover when this clears too. People are still going to be afraid to touch one another. Don't want to get too close. Ooh, ooh. Hey, okay, ha, ha, ha. Just buying time as I drink coffee. Goddamn, a large coffee is big. Uh, I got it at a Barnes and Noble. Cause I get in there and get out, get your get your fucking stuff, and come right back out. We can only have ten people in at a time, and don't the bathrooms aren't open. I can I can tell you trying to go to that bathroom just by looking at you. And I was I don't know, I'm just going to get a coffee. I go to the fucking Starbucks in Barnes & Noble, tell the lady, hey, uh, can I get a large, hot coffee? And she's like, well, I have to make a new brew. I have to make a new pot. It might be a few minutes. I go, yeah, no no problem, no problem. When I said that, I, I, I meant like, no problem. I can wait for you to brew coffee. And by the way, if that's an inconvenience to you, maybe have some coffee available. You're fucking Starbucks. If I go to Starbucks and you're open, I expect coffee to be available, but she took it to mean that I was like, uh, like I, I didn't now nah, I don't bother. And so then, uh, but I thought she was going to make the coffee. So I was just kind of lurking about. There's no chairs. You can't like sit in the lobby. You just, I was just like pretending to look at books while I'm in my head politely waiting for the coffee to be made. Uh, 10 minutes later, nothing's happening. And then she goes to me, she says, excuse me, sir. Um, can I help you find something else? And I, I was confused. So I was like, what? Uh, no, I'm just, just, just waiting for the coffee. She says, she goes, oh, you wanted the coffee. I thought you meant. I was like, oh, no, no. No, don't worry. My bad. I apologize like it was my bad because I, I, I didn't communicate uh, clearly enough that, of course, I want a fucking coffee. But how weird did I look, though? For the, in her, Because then in everybody in the store owner's heads or whatever, the people working there, they thought uh, I said no to the coffee and I was just lurking about like a fucking weirdo. You know how it is when you're pretending to to browse while you're waiting for something else? I wasn't really looking for a book, right? You take a wrong turn. You're in the kids' section. Some fucking 36-year-old guy. What the fuck is he doing in the kids' section? Just... (laughs) Or whatever. What the fuck was that? Uh, The autobiography section. um, Maps. I was in the map atlas. Just pretending to look. They must have thought I was... uh, I'm surprised they didn't call the cops. This guy's just trying to spread the corona. He tried to get a coffee, said no thanks, just walked around aimlessly touching things. That's been my day. Oh, uh, turkey hunting. Haven't gone turkey hunting yet. Uh, I'm all talk. I'm all fucking talk. Um, I'm just like you. I'm I'm encountering um, difficulty uh, getting motivated to start new projects, which is stupid because now, more than any other time, is the perfect time to start a new project. Whether it's a hobby, work, creative thing. Now is the fucking time. What am I doing? Arguing on social media. I've become what I hate. Don't look at me. Don't look at me! A lady just pulled in, in front of me. Oh, all she heard was... Uh, she just looked over and just saw me uh, look up at the roof of the car and scream, Don't look at me. And I'm alone in the car. Yeah, that's my... If you're going to think I'm a weirdo, I might as well give you a reason, right? Give you a little, little handle to grab. What do you say? We're at minute 20. We're closing in on 30 minutes here. What do you think? I still got some coffee, though. I'm running out of shit to talk about. I'm running out of shit to talk about because I got... It's a weird. No matter how you slice it, it's, it's weird. No matter how you slice it, it's weird. Like, oh, the 20s, man. Boy. Remember a year, like, just six months ago, there was, like, people on, on social media, they would market themselves as anti-fascist feminists. Remember these people? These fat ladies with pink hair? I'm just kidding. There was a way, there a lot of different kinds of people. A lot of, a lot of men, a lot of fake feminist men, right? But they're anti-fascist. That was their big marketing ploy. Like there were some punk rock anti authority Because they didn't like Trump. Right? They're being herded by the DNC. Remember these people? That was the whole thing. They hated fascism. And um, apparently they don't know what fascism means. Uh, fascism is when the government can shut down the economy at any point and require a permission slip from you to leave your house. So we're living under fascism. And they're, so these same people who are allegedly anti-fascist are now telling me uh, it should be illegal to have social interaction and... Um, you should vote for a rapist. (laughs) Anti-fascist feminists are telling me I need to vote for a rapist and I need permission from my government to leave my home. Satire is dead. Satire has been fucking tortured on a goddamn stake and burned and just dead. You can't satirize shit. You can't ridicule the retarded, right? Because they're retarded. Oh, boy. Did I piss off anybody enough to send me an email? Why don't you do that? Why don't you, uh, Why don't you? if you disagree with me especially, because I'm open. I want to hear some actual fucking data. I keep asking for it, honestly, and nobody can give me shit. Nobody can give me anything. So why don't you uh, email me at mp at hey, okay, ha, com. It would really put my mind at ease, to be honest. If you could tell me that this shit is really a threat and that this police state action is justified and it's only temporary, God, I'll sleep better at night. So, so so help me sleep better. Oh, won't you please, will not you email me? Um, and if you agree with, and shout out, appreciate everybody who's reached out to me. Uh, I like how people shoot on you publicly, but they tell you positive things privately which really gives you a window into the mindset of people who are, I guess, trolls, right? You want to shit publicly. Um, but that's where we are. And, uh, let's let's call it quits right here, right here, right now. There is no place that I would rather be. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. You can probably smell that one from there. Uh, This has been the Hey, OK, Ha, Happy Hour. Uh, Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Uh, Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.